Uh, this time each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, Tuesday, Erev Yom Kippur, we get to hear Rabbi Yudin address us regarding the upcoming holiday. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom to everybody. And in reality, today being Erev Yom HaKippurim is imminent in of itself, a Yom Tov. What does that mean? If you think about it, Erev Pesach is a very, very exciting day with all its burning of the chametz and stop eating of the chametz. But we don't partake of the matzah on Erev Pesach. We can't sit in the sukkah, Erev Sukkot. Today, however, the Erev Yom HaKippurim has the flavor already of Yom Kippur. How so? To begin with, there's a mitzvah to eat and drink today. Now, there are those like Rashi and later on the Meshachachma that learn that the reason why there's a mitzvah to eat and drink today is a practical one. Namely, we're going to fast Emir Hashem tomorrow so the Torah, like a loving mother, is concerned and says, please, eat today, prepare, so that you will be able to fast tomorrow. However, Rabbeinu Yonah says in Shari Tshuva something very interesting. He points out that in reality, we should be celebrating the morrow meaning we're celebrating the incredible opportunity of Yom Kippur, that Yom Kippur has this capacity to literally wipe away our past, to transform the past. So this is something which in of itself is worth celebrating. We can't have the celebration and the festive meal tomorrow on Yom Kippur. So therefore, we have it today, Erev Yom Kippur. And the Mishnah tells us at the end of Tanis that they, the two happiest days in the Jewish calendar year were Tuba Av, the 15th of Av, and Yom Kippurim. On this day, the... <coughs> Shiduchim were made, and when the Gemara says, Yom Kippur, happy day, so number one, the Gemara says, it's a day of slicha and mechila, a day of forgiveness, and secondly, it's the day that we were given the second set of luchos, Yom Kippur, the 10th of Tishrei. So, whenever the Jewish people receive Torah, Shavuos, Purim, and Yom Kippur, we respond with a celebration. We can't celebrate by eating and drinking on Yom Kippur, so we celebrate our having received Torah on Yom Kippur by having a festive meal today, Erev Yom Kippur. And We'll go back to this in a few moments, this concept of our having received 
Shnios, the second set of tablets on Yom Kippur. The Shulchan Aruch says that there is, based upon the last Mishnah in Yuma, which teaches that based upon the Pasuk, Ki Bayom on this day we receive atonement, the Tahir Eschem, we're purified, the Gemara understands from all your sins before God to Torah are you purified. Man to God, but man to man, you have to ask Mechila. You have to be Meratzeh. You have to appease your fellow men. And this is not a simple, perfunctory um, idea. Are you mochel me? Please mochel me. The people go one another, etc. We're not talking about the people that you're friendly with. We're talking about those people that unfortunately you don't say good Shabbos to. We're talking about unfortunately those parents that don't talk to children and siblings that God forbid don't talk to one another. Yom Kippur is the time, and Erev Yom Kippur is the time to really put things in the right perspective and to say, come on, life is so short, and whatever it is that unfortunately got between us, let's get over it, and let's forgive, and indeed, yes, let's forget, and let's move on. We want to get forgiveness from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Somehow, He is able to forgive us. He can forgive us, and we can't forgive others. Something, what's wrong with that picture? Something is very, very wrong. It's a midah of the halachta vidrachav. The 611th mitzvah is literally to walk in his ways. And this is something which is so important. Clean your slate. If you're going to be generous in forgiving the next one, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be generous in forgiving you as well. And I don't even want to say the inference that comes out of it. The Pasuk says, Hashem titoru, which is understood by our rabbis to mean not only are you purified before God on Yom Kippur, but Lifnei Hashem. Before you come to Hashem titoru, you should already be in the state of purity. And therefore, one, there's a minhag, widespread that men go to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur. We don't recite a bracha, but it's very, very important that we should so do. We're spending the entire day of Yom Kippur in tefillah. We should prepare ourselves, not only our heart, not only our mind, but even literally our body as well. And the idea is before you even come to Yom Kippur Titaru, and that's why interesting, over the Yom Kippur experience we say Vidu the confession ten times and there's still time the confession is so significant and you have the vidui, Oshamnu Bogadnu Gozalnu, now let's be honest be it in the Hebrew that we maybe understand it a little bit better, and you look in the English translations it's hard to really see what it is that you are asking for forgiveness. And therefore, I strongly recommend that there's still time. Sit down and do what the Chayyotam recommends that you do. And the Aleph Beis Gimel Dalit of the Vidui of the Confession is there to give each and every one of us the opportunity to focus on what they have done 
wrong this past year. Make a list for yourself and take that list to shul tonight. Put it in your machzor. Put it in a place where no one else is going to see your list. But you're going to take it out during the vidui. And you're going to make the vidui much more meaningful to you. That it's not going to have generalities. It's going to have specifics of what you might have done wrong. That you're very much aware of. That you're asking for forgiveness from Hashem during the vidui. There is the um, concept of we add on to Tosefes Yom Kippurim, and this is based upon the pasuk in Emor Me'erev Ad Erev Tishpesu Shabbatchem that we start Petishol Achodesh Pe'erev on the ninth while it is still day, and that's why one should finish their Suda Mavsekes the meal before the fast. One should finish it in time that one can add on to the fast. Try not to run into the shul the last second before Kol Nidre. Try to be there earlier that you can sit and say Tfilah Zaka, the special Tfilah that you speak honestly and openly to yourself and you put yourself literally in the right perspective and you say, look here, I'm not so bad. But you know what? I have not lived up to my potential. That's what you need to go into Yom Kippur with. And that will hopefully help us put things in the right perspective. A reminder that we light the Yorzeit Lech, the Ner Neshama, for Yom Kippur. It's called Yom Kippurim in the plural. Why? Because both the living and the deceased, the dead, are all judged on Yom HaKippurim. Now, <coughs> we mentioned that Moshe brought down the Luchos Shneos, which our rabbis tell us in the Dorim is really the key to the oral law, the Torah Shabbat Peh. And I kid you not, there is no verse in the Torah that says, don't eat on Yom Kippur. The term Inui, that you are to afflict yourselves, is found five times in the Torah. And it's the Talmud that teaches us in the last chapter of Yuma what the five restrictions are. All agree that eating and drinking is biblical in terms of its prohibition. And the other four are either rabbinic or some say that even the other four are biblical as well. Namely, the second one is washing oneself. And therefore, on Yom Kippur morning, when we awake, we wash what we call Negovasa, as we do every day with a cup, <coughs> to the knuckles, right, left, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand. You shake the water off your hands, and you take your fingers and literally clean out just the edge of the eye what might have accumulated during the night and that's it for your washing on Yom Kippur one uses the bathroom they can wash their hands if one needs to take care of a child who is washing food for someone that is eating that's a different story it's Rechitza Sheltanu it's washing of pleasure that is prohibited on Yom Kippur and Anointments on cosmetics are prohibited. 
where leather shoes are prohibited and marital relations are prohibited. Now, the idea behind these five is very clear. We are <coughs> minimizing any and all pleasure to the body because on this day we accentuate that man has an ashama, that man has a soul. And we remind ourselves of our great potential. We're compared to literally malachim, to the angels. They don't eat and we don't eat. And interestingly, the rabbis teach us, they have peace and harmony amongst them, and we are literally adjoined to have that peace and harmony amongst us. Like the angels, and therefore, on Yom Kippur, when we recite the Shema, we say the Baruch Shem Kivod Malchuso, the Olam Va'ed, out loud. The concept of Yom Kippur <coughs> can best be seen maybe through the Kriyas HaTorah. The Kriyas HaTorah in the morning of Yom Kippur is that of the Avodah, the special service that was done in the Beis Migdash once a year. The Kohen Gadol, the representative of the Jewish nation, entered into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Holy of Holies, once that is four times, but only on this one day. And one could well understand and appreciate what is the lesson for us that each and every one of us has a Kodesh Kadashim. Each and every one of us has that soul. And all year long, we are too busy to literally confront and to go into and take a good look at our soul. And this is what we highlight on Yom Kippur, reminding each and every one of us of that incredible potential that we have. The idea of tshuva, the idea that tshuva is found at the end of the Kriya Torah for uh, Yom Kippur morning, which is the Avoda. So the term Chukas Olam is found no less than three times. And Reb Nevinsol Shlita from the Eratika says beautifully, not only does it mean that it's an eternal law, which will always be an eternal decree, as long as there is a Jewish people. More than that, it's a decree which goes against the Olam, Chukas Olam. In this world, <coughs> if a person does an act, there is a consequence. I broke your window. I can say I'm sorry all day. The effect of my breaking of your window is there. And in that case there, I have to repair it, pay for it. Here, when one sins towards Hashem, unfortunately, they weren't careful with Shabbos, unfortunately not with Brachos, un unfortunately not with Kashros, unfortunately not with their moral life as well. And they truly regret it. 
you have the opportunity and the ability to expunge it as if it never happened. And this is nothing less than a chok, something which we can't understand. And perhaps this is why the Talmud tells us that the concept of tshuva, as found in the Gemara Psachim, had to have been created before God created this world. Because it is not within the natural workings of this world that you have this phenomena known as tshuva. And therefore, I urge that when you are going to be in shul, make good use of the time. Let it be an opportunity for reflection. Let it be an opportunity where you charge yourself and recognize that I have the opportunity, the gift, to make, please God, next year a better one. To literally regret both in the realm, in the realm of man to man how we've neglected, have not been as good supporting loving to our spouse and we're going to do better in that realm please God the forthcoming year as well as Ovinu Shabbat I take this opportunity to wish Nachum and his family Igmar Chasimatova wishing him continued success in his very special Avodas HaKodesh of literally uniting and uplifting the hearts, the minds through song, through pride, through identification within the Jewish community. And I wish each and every one of our listeners that they should have Igmar Chasima Tova. You have an opportunity. Lefnei Hashem, before God, on Yom Kippur, use it, use it well, show true remorse for not fulfilling your potential completely. Heretofore, Hashem, Lema'ancha, please help me that I can lead a life this coming year that's going to give you nachas. Wishing a Gemar Chasimatova and a Gedyom Tov to all.